Welcome to Healing Hidden Wounds with Lee and Shea Preston, directors of Shadow of His Wings Ministry. We pray those who feel forgotten by Christ or who don't feel worthy to call upon the name of Jesus can come to find His hope, His grace, His healing, and ultimately, His love. Let's listen in as Lee and Shay seek to offer real answers to life's tough questions. Good evening. Uh, we are here tonight. I'm Lee Preston, uh, co-director and, and uh, speaker tonight for Shadow of His Wings Ministry and Healing Hidden Wounds. And I'm here with my wife, Shay. Hi, Shay. Good evening. And we're just excited because tonight is our first show and it's a live call-in show. So uh, get ready. We will uh, let me give out the number real quick just in case. Uh, 210-340-9585. It's also toll-free at 877-630-KSLR. That's 5757. And we're just excited to be here tonight. We are also um, going to open up with, uh, as our, as we talked about on the air before, our our tagline is offering real answers to life's tough questions. And uh, so tonight we're just going to kind of jump in with a tough topic, which is help for hurting wives, working with uh, wives whose husbands have a sex addiction. But before we uh, get started, I'd like to open with a prayer because we want to just uh, allow the Lord to work tonight in whatever we say and do. Well, Jesus, we just thank you for allowing us to be here tonight and to speak through us. Because right now, we know this is a tough topic. And we also know that there might be someone sitting out there that has been hurt by this and whose heart is aching because she feels alone. And she feels like she's the only one that has to deal with a marriage that isn't quite what she'd hoped for. So I thank you that you'd speak into her dreams and her hopes tonight. And that you'd allow her to find some hope and some joy and some healing. And we thank you for what you're going to do even for those men who might be listening. Who struggle in the areas of sexual addiction and and sin that just doesn't seem to, to let up. And we thank you ahead of time for what you're going to do tonight. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, as we uh, as we jump right in here, uh, we want to talk a little bit to hurting wives tonight, right, Shay? Well, that's right. And um, I was just wondering if you could just explain what the tough topic is uh, when we're looking at this. Well, uh, the topic is 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 working with couples whose husband has uh, gotten either habitually or consistently into pornography, uh, compulsive sexual behaviors. Uh, we see a lot of times a brokenness in the world today because of pornography, where a little boy gets involved into porn or some sort of compulsive sexual behavior at a very early age, and it just stays with him, and he doesn't know how to break it, and he also doesn't know how to talk to anybody about it because it is a hard topic. And so we end up having this little boy grow up, hoping that somehow it'll someday go away, and yet it doesn't. And before he knows it, he wants to get married. He still has dreams of marriage and children and and a life with a, a wife. And uh, unfortunately, he doesn't know who to talk to about it, so he kind of just keeps it hidden and hopes that it won't hurt his marriage. 
until it creeps into his marriage as well, because unfortunately it hasn't been dealt with, so it hasn't really gone away. And so you end up having a husband who struggles with porn, those late-night secret rendezvous in the computer room, watching pornography, uh, masturbation, uh, compulsive behaviors. It may end up getting even into other things besides just porn and masturbation. It may be into what some folks call affairs. We call just uh, sex outside of marriage, any kind of compulsive sexual activity that happens that a guy cannot seem to get rid of. And at the same time, he is accidentally uh, dragging his wife along in this process. Well, that's true. And I think absolutely the impor- an important thing to look at is, you know, I think it puts this in a very difficult thing to talk about because sometimes the wife doesn't know where to go. She doesn't know who she can talk to, who she can't talk to, because sometimes things like this even brings up questions in her own heart and in her own mind and life of, well, who am I and what does this say about me? And that's very challenging. It's, it's a, it's a grief thing because it's, it's sad because you lose kind of what you've hoped for for your marriage, but it really does attempt to seclude you from other people because it says, wow, you know, look what I'm having to deal with and, and what will people think about me because of this? You know, the, the wife ultimately begins wearing the, her husband's shame and, um, and that's a real hard thing. Absolutely. And I think it is even hard because a wife doesn't really know who she can talk to about it because she may not want to talk to her family about it because of what they might think of her husband. She may not know who to turn to if she's uh, got a, a circle of strong Christian friends because sometimes that is a bit of a shameful process of trying to open that door up to, to good Christian friends because they may not know what to say back to her. Or uh, We've had wives come to us who've been shamed a bit by telling others because it scares people. It especially scares, uh, I believe, just just couples who don't know who to turn to because it's it's like, I don't want to go near that, and I hope that never happens in my family. Yet there's a lot of hurting wives out there who, and hurting husbands, of course, but hurting wives who just don't know where to turn because there's also some conflicting views. Some people say, well, porn is, is okay because it spices up your marriage. And some people say, well, porn is not good. Uh, and, and it's certainly our belief that porn devastates marriages and it devastates people and that porn, once it gets into your heart is very hard to break. And yet a wife can sometimes be caught between a rock and a hard place because certainly initially her husband might even be saying, Hey, there's nothing wrong with porn. There's nothing wrong with masturbation. There's nothing wrong with, you know, viewing things that I, that, that you might think are wrong wife, but I think, Hey, it's nothing wrong with it. I've done it all my life. Boys will be boys, so to speak. And so for every wife who's who's out there and maybe you know maybe we're speaking to your heart right now, you know, it's okay to know that in your heart this isn't this isn't good for your marriage and that it's not a great place for your husband to stay because God does want to set him free from this. That's absolutely true. Um you know, sometimes it's it's the wife ultimately, you know, wants to find help for her husband. But I would like to offer that, um, you know, there's a healing process that needs to go, 
go on for the wife. There's a healing uh, process because it's just a sadness, a devastation in her life. And we do have uh, a retreat that we offer. It's called Journey to Joy. And if you're out there and you are finding that you're needing some hope, just some kind of hope and some kind of healing just for your own heart, you can go to our website at www.journeytojoy.org. And our next retreat is November the 21st through the 23rd. That's right. And it's a great place of healing and just, uh, it's not a lot of, it's some education, but it's more just trying to heal hearts. Because we find that wives are generally the last ones who want to help themselves. They want to go find help for him. They want to guy, you know, if their kids are hurting, they want to try to get help for their kids for, for any reason. But they tend to be the last ones that want to say, hey, regardless of what he does, I need to get some help. Well, because sometimes it's, again, it's very hurtful to look at what does this say about me? A lot of times it brings up just uh, things from your past, things from when you were growing up, you know, the competition with other women, the, uh, the competition with girls as you're growing up and, and when you start developing and, and I mean, that's just a whole, that's just a whole realm of hurt that could have occurred in your younger years, which, it just starts dragging up that old stuff, you know, well, what does this say about me? And, and, you know, am I really what I grew up, you know, being told? That's right. And, and to flesh that out a little bit, kind of what Shay's talking about there is this idea that, you know, here's this little girl who grows up, maybe she's being made fun of uh, because she wasn't the cheerleader or she didn't uh, get the boy or her body wasn't quite what she'd hoped it to be or others didn't look like everybody else's at certain times in her life. And so then you have this situation where a, a wife marries Prince Charming, right? And she thinks that this is going to be the man who's going to be, who's going to fulfill her dreams. Because every little girl sometimes wants that, that guy to ride in on a, on a shiny, on a horse with night, with his shining armor. And, and so she's hoping for these things. And then he lets her down because he begins to see, show her that he looks at images of other women that obviously must be prettier, more attractive, more sexy than she is. And so all of a sudden she may begin, and this is what Shay was talking about, is that old wound creeps in that says, well, see, I'm still not good enough. I'm never going to be good enough. I'm never going to measure up. And I just want to offer to a wife out there just, uh, just, just to help maybe help folks understand, you know, pornography is just a counterfeit. It's a, it is Satan's illegitimate counterfeit. Uh, it is not real. There's nothing real about it. Yes, I know the pictures are real. Yes, I know that the, the industry is real, but it, it's, it's not real. There's not a real person behind that. And so I know it's very hard to, to not compare yourself to those airbrushed images and say, I'll never be her. I'll never be like her. My husband will always want that. But I hope that we kind of try and help folks understand tonight that pornography addiction, sexual brokenness, all these compulsive sexual behaviors really have nothing to do with true intimacy. They have everything to do with absolute falsehood. Because what's really happening in this guy's heart is that he's never known anything different than this pornography thing, this false sex and so he struggles with what's real and what's not real. And so he may think those things are meeting a need, but they actually keep him from real relationship. 
which is what we try to help guys see and, and, and women see as well in couples that real relationship is getting to know each other and finding out how to relate to each other in, in very emotionally connected and intimate ways. And porn just never will take a guy there. That's the, that's what happens in porn and masturbation and fantasy is it all stays on the surface, which is not real. Right. He's just trying to fill a, he's trying to fill a brokenness, a broken crack in his heart and, a, and just the same thing as growing up, you know, guys have their brokenness as well. And it's a false, it's a false answer to a broken heart. That's absolutely right. And you know, it's just coming to me. I bet we're probably talking to a couple of different kinds of wives out there tonight. You know, we may be talking to the one wife whose husband has said, you know, I realize this is a problem and I realize I shouldn't be doing this. Yet we may also be talking to those wives who are, whose husbands have said, hey, it's okay. I grew up on it. My dad grew up on it. You know, so what's the big deal? What, what do you think you'd offer to either one of those wives? Just to, just to kind of throw that out there. Wow, that's a hard question. Um, I think I would just offer that the main thing they need to do, the main thing each of us needs to do in any kind of situation where somebody has has hurt us or somebody has let us down, is to just really find what's true in the situation about ourselves. You know, to not in a, to not put us in a place where where we lose ourselves, you know. I'm not saying that you have to be so self-centered and so, oh, you know, this is all about me. But to really not let it be, take you to a place of just devastating who you are, you know, knowing who you are in Christ. Absolutely, it's almost kind of trying to separate his brokenness for who you are in Christ. You know, and that is exactly, isn't that true about all sin? Is that sin is brokenness. It's just a, it's a, it's a separation from God. It's also, as I said earlier, an illegitimate way of meeting maybe an illegitimate need. And yet sin is something we all struggle with. And yet if I could offer some advice to wives out there, I would say, you know, be careful not to let his sin overtake you. And change who you think you are and who you see yourself to be. Well, because the honest truth is, is God is the one that defines each of us. It's not another person. And I'm not saying, you know, when you, when you are married and you, you two flesh become one, you know, it's important what the other person is going through and it's important what they see in you and you see in them. However, they should never define who you are. You know, God is always first. And his identity in us will never change. Even though that doesn't take away, and that's something that we want to offer too, it doesn't take away how much this hurts. It doesn't take away that it might hurt you, that he does these things, or that he hasn't figured out that they're not God's best for him. But while we say, yes, it definitely hurts and it's a process of, of pain, there can also be joy in the pain. 
And once again, I just want to remind everybody on, on the, on the half hour, about 8.30, we will have call-ins, and our call-in numbers are locally, 210-340-9585, or you can call in and toll-free at 877-630-5757. And if you just happen to be listening online, if you're not in the, the, the local area and you want to listen, you want to listen online, it's www.kslr.com. Because we'd like everybody to get a chance to call in if they'd like. Well, I'm thinking, you know, some wives at this point might be thinking, you know what, if my husband's doing that, I'm out of here. Uh, and others might be thinking, wow, I, I should be out of here if they know their husband's already in this in this particular type of brokenness. And I just want to offer a, a little bit of a talk to those folks who are thinking, you know, I just want to get out of here. You know, he's hurting me. He's doing this. I never expected him to do this, and I, I just want to be free from this. And so I'm seeking divorce. And I would just kind of want to talk a little bit, I guess, tonight about divorce as well, because divorce is a, is certainly an option in this. Uh, but we kind of want to throw out a little bit of a different option, which is sometimes it's harder to stay and try to work this thing through, to see what your husband will do, to see if he might see at some point that this is a broken place, that he would like to, to get healed. You know, um, he, he may have tried. This is a hard sin to break. I think pornography is one of the hardest uh, habitual sins to break. But I definitely think that it's possible. Uh, I definitely think that it is uh, something God wants to do. He came to set the captive free, right? And so... Uh, for those wives who are thinking, you know, I'm just done with this, I'd like to just offer you a little bit of hope tonight that uh, God knows where you're at and he knows what you're going through. And he would like to help you walk through this process and see if your husband might find some freedom. So let's also talk about uh, that wife out there who's saying, you know, my husband is getting help and I want to... I want to stay, and I want to work this through. Uh, what kind of support do you think a wife needs at that point? Is when she's saying, "I'm ready to work this through." Uh, what can what can I get from here? Well, I think it's important to just go and find somebody you can confide in uh, to start talking about what it what it is saying to you. Again, I'm going to go back to what does that bring into your own life and what does it say about you I think it's very important and I, I I'm just going to keep going back to that because it's very important to talk about what is this saying about me uh, sometimes you you know you want to talk about what your husband is doing he's doing this and he's doing that but what is it doing to you what is it saying about you and what are you believing? Because it's important to speak truth into those lies. Because his sin is not, again, is not to define you. His sin is not to say that you're not good enough. His sin is not to say that that you are not worthy of of the love that you are desiring. You know? His sin is not saying that you are not worthy of being pursued. You know, you are worthy of being pursued. You are worthy of love. And so sometimes this sin will cause a person to believe things that just aren't true. 
So I think it's very important to get to get somebody in your life that will speak truth into your life. Certainly. And and to, to try to find that person that can truly be unconditionally loving to you in this. You know, it'd be, it might be hard to talk to your mom about this because every mom would probably say, don't hurt my baby girl. So do something about that. But, but to find someone who can really sit down with you and, and, and show you both sides of this coin, uh, and to help you see what God's best here is. Um, and I, and it, I think it's also important to say it's not going to take away the feelings and, and the feelings come. Uh, there's ranges of feelings from anger to sadness to betrayal. I mean, the betrayal is huge. Uh, there's such betrayal because it's, it's hoping for all these great things and yet realizing that some of those great things haven't happened or may, or, or, or haven't happened in a long time. And so what is real here? And I think that's what's great about what Shay keeps saying is to bring it back to how do I deal with who God says I am in this process as my husband works out his brokenness. And it doesn't mean that you can't sit down. And I know communication is hard in any marriage, and it's especially hard in these kinds of marriages where maybe, you know, there's a lot of hurt and and um, and betrayal in between. But certainly it's helpful to sit down and say, you know, whether you see this or not, or I know you're trying, but this is what it does to me. This is how I feel. And I also want to protect our children. And that's a whole other topic. Actually, I was just sitting here thinking about that. And I was I was thinking about a very dear friend of ours that kind of she walked through this. She walked through this whole journey of of her husband healing and her own pain and her own hurt and one thing that she uses as a as a thing is is with your kids you know i i sometimes i've seen wives and i've seen situations where you know the kids get pulled into it and i think it's just important to to just be aware you know that of of what this what devastation it can cause for the children and she has this great saying that she says that she wants to pass on blessings to her children and not baggage absolutely you know and so it's just very important to you know to just be aware of of your own heart because this uh, some when somebody does something wrong to you you know, there can be a tendency to just let anger take control in your heart. And where anger is, bitterness can grow. And when you get the root of bitterness, you know, it can drag other things into it. And you don't want to drag your children into it. Absolutely. And betrayal can turn into revenge at that point. You know, I want my kids to know what he's doing. And just be careful because, you know, kids really shouldn't be brought into this piece of the marriage. And and it's okay to protect them. It's okay to to put uh, some programs on your computer to protect them from porn, but but you're absolutely right. Be careful not to let the bitterness take over and allow them to see you uh, go to the places of hatred and, and revenge because although those are real and you got to work through those if that's where you're at, but certainly to keep that from the kiddos because they need to be protected and, and continue to see both of you as 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 in as in as good a light as possible. Hey, I just want to say real quick, you know, uh, Shay mentioned the Journey to Joy that's coming up uh, in on the 21st through the 23rd of November. Uh, we just want to invite you to check that out. It's at www.journeytojoy.org. Uh, 
We also have other programs uh, that you may want to check into, healing programs at our uh, website at www.shadowofhiswingsministry.com. And we would love to have you visit there. Um, I also want to say real quick, uh, before we get to the bottom of the hour, that I want to speak a little bit. Maybe there's men listening out there. And maybe some of this is hitting home. Uh, and I'd like, you know, to just offer to you, you know, God does his absolute joy is to set the captive free. And having come out of my own sexual addiction and brokenness, uh, I just really know his healing power is real. And it is absolutely possible to find freedom. So maybe you've lost hope and you just don't know what to do. And that's another reason why I gave out our website, because it's important for you to know that there's always a way out. You may not think it, you may not feel like you can, but this does get in usually at an early age. You know, finding porn, uh, getting somehow sexually uh, infiltrated at an early age. You know, the problem with all of that is, is that it makes it very difficult to find freedom because it infiltrates and wraps itself around our identity. And so before you know it, you're using porn and and masturbation, fantasy and compulsive sexual behaviors to comfort yourself, to to uh, shield yourself, to not feel, to somehow numb out. And so. You know, for any husbands out there, any men who are listening and says, you know what, that's just who I am. I'm never going to be any different. You do have hope because Jesus did come to set the captive free. Remember, we will be having a call-in show at the, as soon as we come back from break. And the numbers again are 210-340-9585. You can also call toll-free at 877-630-5757. And we will try to do the best we can to answer your questions. Is Christianity just a myth? Is the Bible a collection of fairy tales? In his latest bestseller, Jesus on Trial, author and lawyer David Limbaugh confronts the skeptics head on. Jesus on Trial provides a reaffirmation of faith and a challenge to skeptics that cannot be ignored. Get Jesus on Trial today at your local or online bookstore. Don't miss David Limbaugh, author of Jesus on Trial, live at the Palladium Theater in San Antonio, October 16th. See KSLR.com for more information and to purchase tickets. It is God who always is pursuing us. Not we trying to pursue God, we can't find Him. And if you are frantically trying to get God to do this or that for you, my advice for you is chill out and realize that God is saying to every one of us, be still and know that I am God. Learn more on Leading the Way with Dr. Michael Youssef. Please join me every weekday morning, 8.30, right here on AM 630 KSLR. This just in, death, destruction, and violence. Film at 11. Come on, is all the news really bad? How about some good news in your daily routine? You'll find it when you log on to Christianity.com. They've got great devotionals, terrific Bible study tools, quizzes, and links to the day's most inspiring stories from around the web. Get good news every day when you set your homepage to Christianity.com. Make a difference in your Internet life. Christianity.com.
If you're the mother of a child with behavior problems, I'd like to talk to you. My name is Janet Lehman. I'm a behavioral therapist and a mom. I know what it's like when the child you love becomes a defiant, out-of-control child who disrespects you. That's why my husband James and I created the Total Transformation, the program that tens of thousands of moms are now using to turn around their child's behavior. If you've heard about the Total Transformation and wondered if it will work for you, now you can try it for free. I'm willing to give away a thousand programs today for free. All you need to do is get the program and let us know how it works for you. We'll let you keep it for free. I know the total transformation works because I used these techniques with my own son and with troubled kids for over 30 years. Let me prove to you that it works by giving you the program for free. Call now 1-800-241-0676. 1-800-241-0676. That's 1-800-241-0676. A free music you know is safe for the whole family can now be found at thefishsanantonio.com. Love has done its part And let him reign in my life and my heart Love has done its part And let him reign in my life and my heart Well, welcome back to Healing Hidden Wounds. Uh, I'm Lee Preston. I'm here with my wife, Shay. Hi, Shay. Hello, and welcome back. We're glad to have you uh, listening tonight. Uh, we are starting uh, uh, the, our show to this the second half will be call in. So if you'd like to call in, you can call in with 210-340-9585 or toll free at 877-630-KSLR. And we just uh, are excited to be here on our first night. Uh, this is our intro show. It's our first time being on the radio, and uh, we're excited. And uh, we uh, have a ministry in South Texas called Shadow of His Wings Ministry, where we offer uh, counseling and healing and prayer ministry. And some of the uh, the topic we're on tonight is a uh, is a difficult one. It's uh, working with wives whose husbands uh, have uh, stepped outside the marriage sexually or have. A compulsive sexual behaviors, including porn, masturbation, fantasy. And those are hard topics uh, to actually discuss, but we're here tonight to do that. So we welcome your calls. If, uh, if you have a, a question, you certainly don't have to give your real name. You're welcome to just call in if you have a comment or a question you'd like to share. We also want to offer to folks listening that uh, we offer a variety of services, and a couple of the, the retreats we have are working with men and women. Uh, the retreat we have that specifically deals with this show would be our Journey to Joy retreat that's coming up November 21st through the 23rd. And uh, we're excited to have uh, wives coming who just need a weekend to rest and to heal. Sometimes this uh, particular brokenness that affects a marriage can just make a wife feel tired. Uh, she can feel just very tired and hopeless. This particular issue loves to zap our hope and our joy because it makes a wife feel like it's never going to get any better. Unfortunately, sometimes the husbands feel that way as well, but uh, it is certainly hard for a wife to keep trudging along through this without any support. And I want to directly uh, talk about that. You know, sometimes churches have a hard time knowing how to support a wife whose husband struggles in this area. Sometimes it's because a wife hasn't said anything. Sometimes it's because uh, we're all a little bit afraid to talk about this issue. 
And so our, our absolute joy is to be able to have wives who can find people that they can actually talk to and share and hope for the best because there are people out there who are willing to listen. And, uh, so we would just love it if, if you'd want to call in, uh, and we'd be glad to help. So. And I would just like to, uh, to offer to wives, sometimes it's a very scary thing for them to come to the retreat. Um, I think the biggest fear that I've heard is just that they don't know what to do with their emotions and with their feelings. And, and it really puts them in a place of feeling real vulnerable. And, and But it's important to come and to just be able to be vulnerable because there's so much healing. And I can guarantee you that by the end of the retreat, you will be, you'll just be glad that you came because I think you'll find a new hope and just a, just a, Beginning to your healing. Okay, we. We have Harold on line one. Great. Hello, Harold. This is Lee. You're, you're on. What is your question tonight? Hello. Uh, well, 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 I'm talking to a married couple of many years, I'm guessing. Well, we've been married seven years. After God healed us from our brokenness, we found each other, and we've had, we've had a marriage of about seven years. So you're young folks. Oh no, we're, we're older, but we just have a new, a new, a new chance at a new start. God always has new beginnings and he likes to make all things new. So we're in our second marriages, both of us, but, uh, God has healed, uh, healed us and taken us to a new place. But it, my call might not be fair then. Uh, I'm going to be, or we're going to be married in December about 40 years. Oh, congratulations. Well, thank God, I guess you would have to say. Absolutely. But you know, uh, you know, it's, you know, when two people get married, you know, I, I I would guess that, you know, I guess we were almost 20. Uh, you don't have a chance to say, don't do this and don't do that. I mean, so to speak. You can only look back and, and reflect. And during the time of your marriage, you know, these women you're talking about, their their husbands are kind of messed up now and everything. But, but the thing of it is, each other is a mirror image of each other from the beginning. So you need to be, I'm not talking about every person, but, you know, you need to be respectful of each other from the very beginning, even in the little bitty things. Because um, if you don't, the man or woman will stray. And I've been through both sides on both sides of the fence with both have. So I'm talking from experience. So just so I can understand, you're you're kind of saying you have to respect one another, uh, otherwise you could have some hurts and pains that lead you to stray out of the marriage. Well, you mirror image each other. You know, we look at each other. If she sees my face sad and upset, she's going to internalize that. She might not say nothing this time. Ten years later, she blows up or the man blows up. It's because she's internalized all these things. And things need to be talked out as they happen. But, you know, how do you tell that to a young couple? You couldn't have told me that. You, only after 40 years, maybe even 27 is okay. But, you know, um, it's just, uh, oh, uh, like I say, uh, if I could have done a lot of things different, you know, who, who wouldn't say that? Well, you're at, you're absolutely right, Harold. Uh, but we are trying to reach those couples who are even young, you know, or younger than yeah. we are. 
and who haven't gone through this yet, but yet have struggles with their sexuality. Because sometimes we can blame that on our youth, but the the truth of that is is that you know when a when a young wife thinks her whole world is ahead of her, and yet her husband struggles in pornography or masturbation or or sexual fantasy or even going outside the marriage in the early years. Uh, Yes, God can heal that, and I understand what you're saying about being a mere image because sometimes we reflect back to each other uh, the broken places and the places that we don't really like to look at, but we're hoping to reach couples early and say, hey, there's hope here. Well, let me mention, uh, your wife mentioned, uh, you know, like when these women or these people would go to these retreats, you know, they're holding things for years and years, and I'm telling you from experience, 40 years don't make a difference. There's still things that come out, 20 years, 15 years. The years don't matter. They do to an extent. 40 years, it's a marriage in progress. Oh, yes, it's always a marriage in progress. But I can tell you, Harold, what we've found is that when a wife can come and begin to find a place where she can actually share without someone trying to fix her or without someone trying to tell her that that's not the way she should feel anymore, and just has a way of letting it all come out in front of folks who can feel and to share with her and understand where she's coming from. We hope and pray that that bitterness and that anger that's been pent up in there goes away because we absolutely think God can free us from that. I I hear what you're saying, and I do believe what you're saying. I did miss the first 15 minutes of the show, so maybe I didn't get the context of it you know, completely. But... Um, you know, it, it's just, it, it's too bad that someone, male or female, has to wait till it's that serious. But that's the facts that we have. Sometimes women, if you can just get a man or a woman, a man is abused just as much as a woman, can get them to a point, it's possibly in, in secret, possibly without, she's going to be upset. She's not going to want no one to know. She's not going to want her husband to know. She's going to need help uh, anonymously until she gets enough strength to see what she needs to do. And it's just not going to be, sweetie, I'm going to go to uh, this this counseling thing. Uh-uh, I've been there. And it shakes up the whole world. People feel threatened. And it just, no, no, I'm just going to talk to some people and have a coke. I don't care if it's a church, synagogue, or whatever. It's those those women need men. It's going to have to be in an anonymous way. I, because once one of them walks out of the house and says, I'm going to go to this meeting, and it's going to make me feel good. Well, what's wrong with me? Well, no, sweetie, I didn't mean it that way. You know? Well, it is truly a, it is a, a journey on both sides, and you're absolutely right, and we sure appreciate your call. Uh, thank you for calling in, and I understand what you're saying. I think that it is an amazing journey, even after 40 years, as we keep unveiling and, and, and looking at the hurts of our past. Because one of the things we definitely see about counseling and working with folks is that, uh, you know, sometimes you're right, things get pent up from years ago. But Jesus came to set us free from that, and I believe he can do that if we just keep working towards it. So thank you, Harold, for your call, okay. and we appreciate it. Okay, I do enjoy your show. I think it's a real good thing you're doing. Thank you so much. Well, thanks to Harold for calling in, and uh, the lines are still open, uh, 210-340-9585 locally or toll-free, 877-630-KSLR. 
I know tonight's topic is hard. Well, you ought to wait and stick around for next week's topic. We'll be on next Sunday evening at 8 p.m. Central Time uh, again. And our topic next week, just to give you a little bit of a heads up, is homosexuality in the church. Talk about uh, tackling hard subjects, right, Shay? That's exactly right. So we hope you'll listen in next week at 8 o'clock at the same time. Uh, we have a, an email uh, question that came in, and I'm going to share it with you. We have a wife from Illinois that's asking, uh, or actually says, if her husband says he loves her so much and he wants to work through this, and yet if he loves me that much, how come he can't stop? This is an email question we got this week, and so I'm just going to throw that question out, and Shay and I will try to answer it. So this is uh, for that wife out there who's saying, you know, he is quitting and he's trying to get help and he's maybe going to a group or he's trying to stop. He says he loves me, but yet I caught him again uh, looking at pornography. Um, and so I don't think he really loves me. And I guess I would just offer to anyone listening out there who might be in that situation that it really doesn't have anything to do with love. I know that it feels that way, and I know that it's very much um, directly linked to your heart, so it probably feels loving, like like it's a loving issue, whether he loves me or not. And I guess having come from a sexual addiction and have broken this place, I can tell you that uh, usually the guy struggling in this area uh, doesn't really know what real love looks like. He may have tastes of love along the way, love that was maybe performance-based. You know, if you do good, then I can love you, or it's maybe a bit conditional. Uh, if I jump through this hoop and I make good grades and I do all this thing, then you will love me. So he may have some of those ideas of that kind of love, but real unconditional love he has a hard time grasping. And so he may not really know fully how to love you as his wife. And so to try and to say, well, he must not love me, I might change that a little bit to he may not know how to love you like you'd like to be loved. Well, and on the other hand, it's one thing that I'm going to say is it may be hard to to hear right now, Um, you know, because you do have to go through a healing place, wives. I mean, it's just... You know, I know there's probably a wife out there that maybe just found out or she just had realized that her husband has this addiction. And so sometimes it's hard to hear things like this, but I think it also, something like this brings the wives to a place of learning what it is to give unconditional love. I mean, Christ really calls us to a place And you really get challenged when you're having to forgive somebody that's hurt you, especially if it's a husband that is supposed to be your covering. He's supposed to be the one that covers you, protects you, is always there for you. So what do you do when he hurts you? You know, and it just really, it really does challenge you. But sometimes we have to go to places where we can look at what is love and how do I love this man that has hurt me so so deeply. Now, come on, Shay. So you're telling wives out there, you got a wife probably saying, so she's telling me I'm supposed to just keep loving this guy, even though I catch him looking at porn or even though he, I, I don't know what else he's doing, you're telling me I'm supposed to just keep on loving him. Yes, I am. Um, that doesn't mean it's not going to hurt. That doesn't mean it's not going to hurt who you are. 
and challenge you to look at who you are. I'm going to go back there again to the place where you you have to see what it is that's trying to say about you and who you are. And so if you really get to a place where you know who you are in Christ and that you are a princess and you deserve all of the best, you know that it's also challenging you to get to a place of love, which is a hard thing. The dear friend that, that I said had brought had brought up the this, this saying, you know, not to pass on baggage to your children, but she wants to pass on blessings, also uses this, this saying that says, you know what, forgiveness is giving up my right to hurt you back. Absolutely. I mean, that's, a, that's an absolute challenge. But then you have to really look at where, what is God, God calling me to do? Absolutely. And that is a tough challenge. And I want to offer to, to anyone listening out there tonight who might be, you know, stomping your feet right now and being a little bit angry because someone's offering that challenge as Shay's offering. Um, I just want to offer to you that I know it takes time and you may not be there tonight. You may not be at a place where you know how to say, you know what, I, I want to keep right on loving him. But I just pray that you understand from our hearts to yours what we're really saying is some people get involved in um, control. They want to control the situation because if I can just make him go to meetings or if I can just make him stop, then I'll feel better. And so I'm talking to that wife out there. From our heart to yours, we're not saying this is an easy journey. We're saying it's a difficult one. Well, and let me elaborate just a little bit, okay? Um, because I don't want, I don't want somebody saying, wow, you know, how do I, how can you even say that I'm supposed to forgive this person? But I want to offer to you again, you know, that, that if you don't, if you don't at least get to this place, whether you stay in the marriage or not, I mean, I'm not absolutely saying, you know, you have to stay in the marriage. I mean, that's a decision you have to come up with. But you do have a decision what you do with your anger and whether you let it become a root of bitterness in your heart and whether you do let it change who you are. Because if you, if you don't get to a place where you know who you are and have just the love to be able to forgive, then you're going to, even if you get out of the marriage, you're going to carry that with you into other relationships, into your own life. You're going to carry that with you. Absolutely. It's like one wife said to me, well, I may forgive my husband, but I'm never going to forget. And yet I offer to folks listening out there, I believe it's Jesus's best that we're supposed to forgive and forget. It doesn't mean that we will forget the pain or forget the journey, but it does mean that it is supposed to be about forgiving and letting go of our right to remember. And so we know that's a tough situation. We know this is a kind of a challenge uh, place. And so we're not saying that, you know, that you may be there right now. But, again, we're just encouraging you. We also want to offer to you that uh, just a reminder that we have a a Journey to Joy retreat coming up November 21st through the 23rd. And we would love to have you. If you want more information, you can go to www.journeytojoy.org and uh, get all the information and register. I think we have another caller. And we have Ann on line one. Yes, hello, Ann. How can we help you tonight? Well, I just wanted to tell you about an experience that I have been through 
Is my radio bothering you? Yes, you may want to turn your radio down and just listen on the phone so the feedback doesn't hit. Okay. I want to tell you and to encourage all the people who are listening that have this problem to please, please, please do go to your seminar and get help on this because I'm in my 80s and I went through a situation that was terrible. This man, I didn't know he had ever been married before. He had been married seven times before me. His first wife, he and his first wife, had six children. And I'm a Christian. He pretended to be a Christian. So who would think that someone with six children would have a porn problem or a sex problem of any kind? And I didn't know about it. And we had a beautiful wedding, beautiful honeymoon. But our we went, came back from the honeymoon. Our our trip, our marriage was still not consummated. And I did not ever criticize him one time because this was a second marriage for me. So, I mean, I'd been there, done that, and I had a little experience along those lines. So. I never criticized him, and I even told him further on down the line when I found out how bad things were for him, let's go to counseling. He refused to go to counseling. He wouldn't see a counselor at all. So, Ann, are you and your husband still together? No. No? He left me. Yeah. I was willing to work with him. I told him, you know, it's, it's okay, but... He wouldn't even talk about it with me. And but I come to find out he let it run him totally nuts because uh, reality can never match uh, your imagination. You're absolutely right. And that is the danger of pornography and, and masturbation because you're absolutely right. It can take over. And before you know it, you don't even really know how to be intimate anymore. You can have troubles with intimacy. Not at all. Not at all. He did not ever. If you would need me to speak at your, where is your retreat going to be held? It's here in South Texas, out near Canyon Lake. Well, if I would be able to go, I'm not sure I could. But my phone number that I'm calling from is on, I'm sure you have call waiting. Why don't so, you, instead of putting uh, your phone out, why don't you give us uh, an email? Uh, you can call I us. I don't have that, honey. I'm 80. Oh, okay. I'm 80, so I don't have that. Well, I will but get I, your... I don't mind you having my phone number. Okay. But just make sure that you keep it to yourself. I will. I will get it from the radio station here. Okay. And we will give you a call. That way you if, don't have to give it out. Me, on the... I'll be happy. It doesn't embarrass me. I mean, I used to be uh, an officer in the Women's Aglow, so I've held many meetings. You know, we took turns. The officers would, would uh, take turns holding the meetings, and we would meet with women up to 150 at a time. You well, know? thank you, Ann. And, and I, I hate to rush, but we're running short, but I wanted to I pray. Know, for, I, I just want to pray for you before you get off the air here. Lord, I, I pray for Ann's heart. And I, I even hear through her words that this hurt her deeply, made her feel some shame. 
And so I pray, Jesus, over her that you would just heal, continue all the healings she's had, but you'd continue to heal those places in her heart. And uh, we thank you that you can make all things new. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Ann. Thanks so much amen. for calling in. Well, I thank you very much, but I just did want to encourage everyone that has an opportunity to go to your meetings, to go and to listen to you. And I think you should have more than one night on this because people are shy about calling in on this. Well, thank you. We we will probably keep on having them, so you just keep on listening. Thanks again for calling I, I in. I will. Thank All righty. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, Anne is uh, just a great example of what can happen. You know, sometimes a man doesn't want to get help or he doesn't know how. Uh, he doesn't even know if he should. And so uh, I know I had one, one gentleman I worked with at one point who said, you know, uh, I just think I don't know how to ever change. I don't know that I'm ever going to be able to. And so I just think I need to just quit and stay by myself. And I just want everybody to listen out there that, you know, Anne's story can be the ending, but it can also be the beginning. Uh, there are places that you can get help. You can visit our website at www.shadowofhiswingsministry.com. And if you're a hurting wife and you want to get some healing, please uh, check our, our retreat out, Journey to Joy, www.journeytojoy.org. Before we close tonight, I would just like to say another prayer to wrap this up. Lord God, I just thank you for every heart that's listening because I just the words that keep coming to my mind is that you make all things new. And so for someone out there who may be struggling and thinking, you know, whether he's it's a man who can't get uh get can't let go of of his sexual addiction and brokenness or whether it's a wife whose husband is struggling, I just pray that you'd help them to know that you make all things new and that there is hope and healing in store. And I praise you for that, Jesus, and I thank you for giving them them the courage to make the first step to check it out and see where they can get help. Thank you so much for listening tonight. Thank you for listening to Healing Hidden Wounds, sponsored by Shadow of His Wings Ministry. We hope through the words spoken here, you found Christ's hope, healing, and restoration. Shadow of His Wings is a 501c3 nonprofit ministry, and this radio show is listener supported. Please go to www.shadowofhiswingsministry.com to donate if you'd like to support the work we do.